Hello, and welcome to Heart Under Construction. This episode, as you can see the title, I'm probably not going to keep introducing titles because it's obvious what the title is of this <laughs> of this episode. I always feel like I got to tell y'all in the podcast what the episode is. And I'm going to make it slightly longer because I have a lot to say. And I want to just give you, I just want to give you guys what I've been dealing with and how I've been dealing with it. Okay. First of all, we always think that that relationship is going to last a super long time. You know, we think that, you know, the person that we fall in love with, we're going to be together forever. And I already did a episode letting you guys know love doesn't guarantee forever. Okay. And the fact of the matter is there's so many factors that go into play when it comes to a long lasting relationship. I mean, it's harder than it appears. It's harder than other people make it seem. It, it, it appears like you look on television at these little TV shows and, you know, they meet, they fall in love, they get married, they have kids. And it's not always like that. Sometimes you meet, you fall in love. Sometimes you meet, you don't fall in love. Sometimes you meet and you barely like the person and you just block and move on. It's so many different variations to how that could happen. But let's just say you're in a relationship and you are in love and you think that this thing is going to last forever. And now, you know, regardless of how the relationship ended, it is now over. When you break up, the first thing you're going to feel is hurt. You're going to feel hurt. Whether it was you that broke it off or they broke it off, or most of the time nowadays, people are such cowards, they can't break it off. They just disappear and never talk to you again. And I mean, I'm not talking about people you've been dating for two and three months. I mean, you people you've been dating for six months, eight months, nine months, they'll just get up and just not accept your calls, not call you, not text you, never talk to you again. That kind of stuff, it hurts no matter how it happens. The first thing you're going to feel is hurt. So you need to cry, Okay. If you feel like crying, you might not be a crier. Okay, you might not be a crier. You might be the type that wants to punch, um, you know, punching bags. That's on you. You need to cope with your feelings. And for me, I'm just telling you, crying helped. You know, I mean, I lay there, I cry, my eyes are wet. And one thing I hate about crying is after you're done crying, your eyes feel heavy all day, which is annoying. And even when you wake up in the morning, don't cry in the morning. Because if you cry in the morning, you're going to feel tired all day. I'm just warning y'all. So, I mean, if you have to get that cry out, get it out. The next phase that I fell into, and I'm not completely over it because my breakup is pretty new. But the next phase that I fell into was anger. So I got to this place where I was so angry. I was angry at how I handled things. I was angry at how he handled things. I was just not necessarily wanting closure because at this stage of my life, I don't need closure. If the only thing I need, knowing that you don't want nothing to do with me and you don't want to call me or talk to me or or I've said, I don't want to deal with you no more. It's over. Whether you respond or not, that's not my problem. After I've broken it off and told you I'm over it, having closure and trying to find out why you did what you did or whatever, that's irrelevant to me. Get to this point where you're just super, super angry. Um, the thing that helped me the most going through this current breakup, because I'm definitely I'm going through it right now, so it's easy for me to talk. The thing that I think helped me the most is a notebook. For some reason, probably because I have kids in the house, I had an empty notebook. And I just the day that I was hurting the most, I just took that notebook that day that I broke it off. And the day that he started acting funny, I took that notebook and I sat and I wrote all of my feelings out. And I wrote how I felt about him and how much I hated him and how much I hated what he did and how much I wished that I had never unblocked him and all this stuff, all this stuff. And even today, I still write things that I think of every now and again. I'm telling you that writing out your feelings will help you. Now, when I say writing out your feelings, that does not mean if he or she is on your social media to go get on there doing passive aggressive posts, please do not do that. In the past, I may have done that, but 
I have grown just a little bit, whereas I don't do that anymore. I don't do that anymore because guess what? I feel like you're letting that person win when they see that you're angry, that they stop talking to you or when they see that you're still hurting. Some people actually get a thrill out of seeing you hurting, believe it or not. That's funny. I tweeted that today. Some people get a thrill out of that. The worst thing you can do is put something on social media and whether you delete it or not, people have already seen it. It's too late. You can delete it, but it's still there. People are still going to see it. Deal with your anger by writing it out. You can also, if you don't want to do the notebook thing, you could do what I've done as well. And I did this in during this week because this is the week that the, that the breakup happened. I got on my blog. I have this blog called The Rage Blog. It's hidden, so don't even try to look for it. <laughs> or maybe I should unhide it. But it's called The Rage Blog. And anytime I get angry or I have feelings about anything, I get on The Rage Blog and I just type out my feelings. And I'm telling you guys, even if you're not writers, it will make you feel so good. I mean, you can curse. You can make sure you, if you do blogger, make sure you make it so that nobody can read it if you don't want nobody to read it because you would not want somebody to look up your name and then every feeling you have about your ex is on social media like i just said don't do that you can make your blog private you can type out anything you want to feel better about everything and trust me writing it out helps now i don't have very many friends i do have a couple of good close friends male and female and i love them to death we've been friends for years and whenever I had to go through a breakup, they're the go-to people that I go to because they're very supportive and loving and kind. So I would suggest if you have loving people in your family, loving people outside of your family, your friends, sometimes your friends can be more close than family members. I suggest you vent to them. Vent to only the most supportive people. You don't want to vent to people who are going to say, she was cheating anyway. He was cheating anyway. That is not what you <laughs> That is not what you want to hear when your heart is broken into little pieces, okay? You do not want to hear that. Find a very supportive a friend to talk to about the situation and I guarantee you it will make you feel better okay and I'm still going through it I mean I'm not gonna lie and sit here and act like I'm not going through my mind saying what went wrong but if I look really at myself I will admit I, I was not 100% perfect in the situation and that's another thing you can realize to help you get past it. Realize that in a relationship it takes two people it is not only the person's fault it is not only your fault. Both of you played a role in why the relationship did not work. And sometimes it's nobody's fault. You guys just don't go together. From the beginning, I knew what kind of person he was and called him out on it. But I ignored that. I ignored it because I was in love and I was like, oh, this is going to last. I can look past those faults. But let me tell you something. Some faults are not worth looking past. If a person is a mean person, if a person is known for ghosting people, as they've said to you in many a story with other people, guess what? They're going to ghost you too. You need to find hobbies. Um, if you have any hobbies like singing, I know it's hard to sing. I'm a singer and I tell you right now, when I'm hurt, I cannot sing. There is no singing when I'm hurt. Um, if I try to sing when I'm hurting, I'm going to be cracking all over the place. You can also do graphic design. If you're into graphic design, I know I am. I know that, you know, even if it's not graphic design, some of you like to be creative. Some of you like to build things. Some of you like to fix things. Find out what you used to do that you stopped doing when you were in that relationship and get back to it. If you used to go out with this person every week, like on the same day, for example, like we used to spend time on the weekends because that's when I had off. 
And I just know, I know for a fact that this Saturday is going to be very hard for me. I, if I stay home, I'm going to probably cry or be upset or be wondering if he's coming or whatever. So what I plan on doing is getting up, going out, going to the mall, going shop, get my hair done, my nails done or something. I'm going to go out, stay out all day tomorrow. And that's my advice to you. Like if you're used to going, um, not doing anything and you think that you're going to be stuck home thinking about this person, the best thing you can do, even if you go by yourself, even if you go out with friends, the best thing to do is just get up, get out, go have some fun. Try to take your mind off that person. Realize that you had a life before this person and you'll have a life after this person is gone. Understand that it always feels like we cannot live without these people. And guess what? We were living our life before we ever met them, right? The earth is still going to spin on its axis, whether we're with them or not. You're important. You matter. Your tears matter. Don't sit there and think that nobody cares about your feelings. I know what thoughts run through your head when you're heartbroken, okay? That's exactly what I did. And listen, my heart is still broken. I'm still hurting. From time to time, I'll see something on TV or I'll look outside and see a couple and it will make me cry a little bit. But what I will say is that even though it's only been a couple days, I am feeling a lot better. I'm realizing that, you know, every relationship was not meant to be. I can't control what he does. That's his life. Once I said it's over, I don't really care what you do. Once I delete your number out of my phone, I don't care what you do. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I know this was way longer than the other ones. I hope this helped you. And I'm on SoundCloud. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Google. I'm on Apple Podcasts. You're not stuck on any one platform. Anytime I upload a episode, it is uploaded to those mediums. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back.